You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 49. Today's show is so good because we are talking about one of my favorite topics and it has nothing to do with business or strategy. It's all about you. It's all about self-care and why female entrepreneurs need to have more of it in their day. So if you're a female entrepreneur and you're feeling like you're overwhelmed, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling tired when you sit down at your computer, I really want you to pay attention to this because this is so important. In order to be a high-level coach, in order to take care of people every single day, we need to be paying attention to ourselves. And Sarah gives some really great tips, and I, I know you're going to love them, and I hope you're going to implement them in your everyday life as well. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step -step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I have created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to visit with you and introduce this topic um, of self-care to our audience because I feel like this is something we leave, especially women and female entrepreneurs, we leave this on the back burner. So I'm so excited to bring you on. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I was really excited when I saw what you did because I re I look back at my past as a coach when I first started and I remember the word self-care felt like something glamorous that I didn't really deserve um, to implement in my daily routine because I, I wasn't at like a certain point in my business and which is sounds so ridiculous to say out loud, but that's how I felt. And I feel like a lot of our listeners can relate to that right now. They're not really... Um, maybe they don't even realize that they need self-care. So maybe let's dig into what you do and let's talk about some signs that you might need to implement some self-care into your daily life. Yeah. So I am a therapist, a health coach, and yoga instructor, and I've integrated what I do to really help people become well from the foundation. And my primary specialty is emotional eating, but I, I do work with people just who in general struggle with, um, you know, kind of managing life at times. And as coaches, um, and I do end up working with a lot of other therapists and coaches because we often find ourselves at 
you know, just giving out all of the time, putting our energy outward and wanting to help and serve others, which is a really, you know, it's a calling. It's a really powerful work that we get to do. And I feel so lucky to be able to do what I do. But there are, you know, definitely signs and symptoms of burnout that can show up that when you're not giving yourself adequate self-care. Yes. And I think that when you're new to this space and you're just feeling tired and you just drag yourself out of bed, you go and sit at your desk to do some more work, um, you might not be feeling like you're getting a lot done. So you're really hard on yourself. Like I didn't get my to-do list done and I got to work longer and harder. I remember that's, that was my method when I first started and I wouldn't, I didn't even realize that I was like on the road to burnout. So let's talk about some signs that um, might be popping up in people's lives. If they're on that, they might be experiencing experiencing it right now or on the road to it. Yeah, definitely. Some primary signs of burnout can just be, or even the beginning stages of it, can just be feeling more tired, not wanting to do what you more normally might really enjoy doing, like writing or doing social media work or, um, you know, and certainly the client work or feeling a little overwhelmed by emails or by all of the things that just show up on to-do lists, even though normally that might be sort of energizing. Another sign of burnout is not wishing to do the things you normally do that really bring you a sense of feeling healthy and well. So not Um, not doing the movement that you might normally do or not feeling like getting to yoga class and said you're going to work a little more if you're behind because you're tired. And then it becomes the snowball effect of doing exactly what we see often the clients that we serve doing where they are not maintaining their health from the very basic foundation of wellness, nutrition, sleep, exercise and movement and relaxation. And those are things seem so basic when you're on the other side of it. But when you're in the trenches of getting up and sitting at your computer day in and day out, eating your meals at the computer and just always being in the mode of working and giving out, your cup is so empty and dry. And then yet you expect to serve others. It's it's really hard to do that. And that, that snowball effect of um, you just continuously giving to others and not yourself can kind of lead to the point in your business where you have nothing else to give and it shows outwardly. Yes, absolutely. So I, I can see it sometimes in, in clients, um, they'll show up to a call and you can kind of just tell like, okay, there's something off here, right? They're just looking a little they're looking tired, but there's, it's more than just feeling tired. They're feeling uninspired. And I think that that's when they're in the, that's when they're on the, on the road to burnout and they're not giving themselves enough. So I like to ask them, okay, what, how are you starting your day? And they might feel like that's like a a stupid question. Like, what do you mean? How am I starting my day? But that's where it all begins. Do you agree? Absolutely. I think there's a lot to be said for rituals around self-care so that they become ingrained as a daily habit and so if kind of having just some quiet time you know it's so easy to kind of especially if you're an entrepreneur working from home primarily so easy just to like wake up and then get right on the computer and start checking emails or start doing a post or you know some social media work or to um you know all this before you even start getting online to talk to your clients and so the need to have that morning ritual where you're just allowing yourself to wake up, to relax, you know, to 
if it's doing or taking a walk or going to a yoga class or even just doing five minutes of deep breathing and having a cup of tea, just something that really creates this ritual around how you prepare yourself for your day and then moving into, and I think having a schedule is, you know, it sounds kind of hard as an entrepreneur, whenever you're working as a coach, it's, you know, you might be seeing clients at a random time of the day or, you know, doing a work for what feels like morning to night and you not having a good schedule can often throw us off too. And so that's a, a big part of self-care is knowing what's coming. And so you can be proactive rather than reactive to all of the demands that show up as in the work. Yeah, definitely. I remember thinking, okay, so you're telling me I have to get up in the morning and then go relax. Like that sounds so <laughs> weird. <laughs> and um, I, I want you to explain to my audience why it's so important to have that relaxation time before you dive into your workday. Mindset and intention setting are two of the most valuable tools that we have just as human beings to get stuff done. And so in your mindset, when you can prepare for the day, how do I want to feel today? How do I want to present my work today? That intention setting opens you up. I think it's kind of like a like a little bit of a GPS for how do I want to feel and what do I want to get accomplished, but also how can I just be reflective in this moment to set up the day in a way that's going to be really valuable for not just yourself, but for your clients and not again, be working from this space of behind where it's catch up all the time, but feeling very intentional around each decision that you're making both for yourself and for your business and then for the people that you serve. Yeah. And I think it also comes to being more gentler with ourselves. Like I picture when I um, wake up my kids in the morning, I don't pick them up out, out of their beds and drop them into their classroom. Right. Because they, <laughs> that would be insane. And I'm not allowing their brain to like prime themselves for the day. Right. So like waking up my kids gently and happily and then bringing them downstairs and talking with them and doing all the, this ritual that we do every morning. So they have a good day. And it seems like we forget about ourselves in that, in that process. Like we're yeah. literally waking ourselves up and walking to the office to check our email right. before we've even brushed our teeth or whatever it is. And is that really the life that you want to create for yourself? Right. And working all the time in the beginning when you're starting a business and you know, it's very energizing and exciting, but setting those boundaries for yourself early on will help maintain the life of your business much longer rather than it feeling overwhelming or like you're just always working. And so having those transitions of easing into the day, having a real lunch break, <laughs> having time for those wellness practices that are so vital to you know, not just health and well-being in general, but just to feeling energized and to feeling, um, feeling like you have something to give day after day after day. And so giving yourself those transition times, whether it's you know, just again, like a five minute deep breathing practice and a cup of tea, or if it's really settling for the day and having a whole hour just to take a walk or whatever it is that you find will create the energy for you to continue to give back is what you will need. And, and then honoring that. Yes. Cause spending time with clients is it, as much as you love doing it and as much as it fills your cup, it does actually, it takes a lot out of you because it's, it's a lot. You have to be there with them and then supply them with what they need for, you know, a good 45 minutes, an hour, every, every time you meet with them. So if you're continuously dipping into your um, supply and not giving and putting anything back in, you're just kind of 
on the road to disaster and your clients will see it in you too when when you show up for them and the people who follow you on social media they're going to be like what the heck is going on with her um or you're just not showing up at all and people are wondering where you even went and if we're online entrepreneurs, we need to be showing up as much as possible to stay relevant and to, to be consistent because that's just kind of what it takes. And I always say, you signed up for this. Now, right. how are you going to make it work? How are you going to make this work for you? You don't have to do it like everyone else's. How are you going to make it work for yourself? Exactly. Yeah. And I remember thinking about the whole self-care thing. Um, I thought, I have, a, I have kids and I have a lot going on. What do you mean taking time for myself? <laughs> Explain that to me. I don't even remember what that means as a mom. You know, moms are like, you know, go, go, go. The That last, you know, 10 minutes they have in the bathroom at night is like their only time that they have for themselves. Right. And I think like it's just even doing something small at, at night too is a great way to get something started. Do you have any tips for moms who feel like they just don't have the time to do moms? anything like that? Yes. Absolutely. Are definitely... Um you know, I think it's so valuable for moms to be able to take the time away, even if you can get just that little bit of time in the bathroom and then that you're wake up earlier before the kids are up to give yourself time for the reflection, self-reflection for intention setting. Cause jumping right into your job as a mom and then into your job working and serving others as a coach is a lot. It's then of course, both jobs come with a lot of joy and with a lot of fulfillment. However, it's still work. And not to, you know, say like being a mom is just all work because I know there's a lot of right work, but there's, you know, you're shaping lives and <laughs> trying to ensure that you're creating, you know, these these positive experiences for these human beings. And so it's it's a tremendous amount of pressure and work. And so I think having those morning rituals or the evening rituals or one or the other, both if possible. And then also if your kids are school age or they're go to daycare, having that carved out time in the middle of the day to have a real lunch break or to go take a class that's fulfilling to you or doing something away from the home and away from your kids, even if it's just, you know, 30 minutes a week or an hour a week, but it's just so valuable to get that bit of space to always remember who you are first and foremost so that you can continue to give in both of those areas, both to your children and then to, to your clients. And it's, it's one of the most challenging because many demands just fall on moms. And so it's reminding yourself that you have to create the boundaries if possible. You have to bring on support from family and the community that you're within so that you can constantly create the balance. And it, it may not be a perfect balance, but it's just finding what balance will work for you and for your family structure. Yeah, definitely. Moms sometimes forget about who they are and they kind of just like, again, like we do with clients or children, we're giving constantly and we forget, oh my gosh, I remember I used to really love doing this. I, I really enjoy doing this, whether it's reading or whatever it is. Yeah. Like just because you, you're now, um, uh, have to check the box as a mom doesn't mean you can have to forget everything who you are. So yeah, like going back and thinking about the things that you love to do and just even doing it for five minutes, reading for five minutes or whatever, just like, so you can keep that identity 
and also enjoy something that it's only, it's only about you and that's it. And it's not selfish. I think that's what a lot of moms feel like they feel guilty to have that time for themselves. Yeah. But I know just had worked with a lot of moms over the years and the finding the balance, even though again, it may be, yes, they want a mindfulness practice and an exercise routine and they want to have time for all these other like, like time with friends or to do um, a hobby that really is fulfilling for them. But if they, they find, you know, there's certain things, okay, I can combine the mindfulness and I'll do that practice with my children. And that'll be something we listen to a little guided relaxation for Mm -hmm. three minutes in the evening before bedtime or combining certain pieces of, you know, whatever, if it's taking a walk as a family or something, but they're also the pieces that need to stay solo so that you do not forget who you are. And at the end of the day, you know, when the children are off to bed that you create something for yourself that feels like it's just yours and that will help to fill the cup and to help rejuvenate and to to not burn out in both areas yeah because you're telling you're doing something you enjoy which tells your brain okay i really love this time of day that we get to just spend with with you right it's just you and you you start to look forward to your mornings which is so important so you're not dragging yourself out of bed and walking to your kids room and waking them up in the morning or walking to the office right away like you're giving yourself that breather room that gentle like transition period where okay i i today is a an important day they're always important I need to prime myself for what's coming. I need to be ready and full for everybody who's going to need me today. I need to be that person. And you can't just throw yourself into it every single morning. Right. You just can't. Yeah. It's so valuable to create the space that's going to work and both for your family, but also that is going to be a constant reminder that taking care of yourself first will always allow you to be better in every aspect of your life as a mom, as a entrepreneur, as a coach, as you know, a friend, as a partner. It just is so important. It's fundamental to being well. Definitely. And plus you're, you're showing your clients and the people who look up to you, you're showing them what it takes to be a well-rounded person and you're showing your kids like if you do like these little things every day they're just they watch you they're little sponges and so do so do the people you work with they watch what you do on social media and they're like okay I really look up to her so I know she likes to eat like a lot of this kind of food and you're just like giving people you're planting seeds in people's minds on how to just feel better about yourself and about your business and about how you are with your family like it just is it that's a good snowball effect Yes, absolutely. And we, we do silly little things um, with my kids in the morning. We do um, five good things is what we call it. And before we, when we wait for the bus and we'll stand in the, in the doorway and the kids will say like five little affirmations and they don't even know why they're doing it, but they love doing it. And they like remind me if I forget, mom, we got to say our five good things. And sometimes (laughs) they're really silly, but they, it's a habit for them and you're just priming them for a good day. And that's so important. Yeah. And that's a wonderful example of combining something you need for yourself. Like those affirmations are kind of your intention setting, how you want to feel for the day, but then allowing your family to be a part of that is a really, what you're sharing is, is tremendous for their self-esteem and for how they're going to be able to, you know, integrate within their school day and manage peer relationships and all of that. So that's really, really wonderful. Right. And when you pick up 
healthy habits for yourself, you kind of want everyone to feel that way. So then you're telling your kids, you're telling your spouse or significant other and your clients. And then all of a sudden, like you just created a ripple effect in the world of more happier people, happier entrepreneurs, happier family members. It's amazing. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I love, I love this conversation. I'm hoping it's inspiring people to just pick um, one thing. I don't want them to feel like, oh my gosh, now I have to have a, a, a huge morning for myself, a night routine. <laughs> I don't want them to feel that way. So what do, you th- what do you suggest to people who are feeling really excited about doing something for themselves right now? I always say start small because change is hard no matter what. <laughs> if it's a simple change, it's even if it's a change you really, really desire, it is hard. And so starting really small. And so it might be just if you feel like you're one of those people that the mornings, you know, there's just no way to wake up any earlier. Well, then don't try to pressure yourself to create that as your morning routine. Maybe for you, it's going to be the evenings, but it's picking one thing that you feel like you can begin to integrate plan it, make sure that you schedule the time and in your mindset, those days, that's going to be my time to do whatever it is that feels like it would be fulfilling. It would help to restore your energy, would help to bring you back into a space of feeling really energized about your work and about your life and your family. Everything would just have this renewed sense and picking that one time of day, integrating it, and then reflect on it. How is that impacting how you feel? Just like we would with clients. It's being able to say over time, is this paying off? Or what's my return on that time investment? And often when you reflect on that, it's really powerful what five minutes or you know, if you have even more time up to 30 minutes can do just to do something for yourself that feels valuable and it makes you feel valued. And so I would just say, start really small and then build on it with time, but do the self-reflection too, just to see how that one small change impacts your life. Love it. And you're going to find when you pick one thing, a really, make sure it's really good. So you really enjoy doing it and you're going to really make sure that you have it fit in your day every day then. Cause you, you know, you, you're going to start to need it. Like I have to, I have to meditate in the morning. I have to do this in the morning or whenever it is. And then you're going to find you're going to build upon that because you're really enjoying your mornings or you're really enjoying this. And all of a sudden you have this beautiful um, self-care routine that no one can take away from you because you created it on your own. And it's something that you look forward to every time your alarm rings in the morning. Yes. So important. Um, Sarah, how can we find out more about you um, if we want to learn how we can work with you or maybe you can help people um, get started with this? Yeah, so my website is um, www.holisticfoodtherapy.com and that's holistic with a W-H because I just like the concept of whole person and whole foods. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so yeah, for coaches who feel like they're needing just even some coaching around um, how to get back in touch with their self-care routine, or if they're feeling really, really just a little frazzled or anxious about all that's coming up, then working, you know, that's a specialty area I do as well. But, um, but yeah, so, or just reach out and let me know, you know, like just, I love just communicating and having other, having great conversations with other coaches. So just reaching out and saying hello too. I'd love to hear from you. And then I'm on um, social media on the Instagram at, uh, at Holistic Food Therapy and Facebook as well um, with the Holistic Food Therapy. So that's sort of my 
Perfect. We will put all of those links in the show notes so people can go and find you and follow you. I followed you on Instagram and I love your feed. And um, yeah, so make sure we all go and say hi to Sarah. And maybe if you start to do something new in your day to show yourself some more love, then maybe you can um, take a a picture on your Instagram stories and tag us because I think we would love to see that. Absolutely. Yes. I love seeing other women taking care of themselves and really giving back to themselves because that's where your power lies is being able to stay grounded within who you are. Absolutely. It's so important. Thank you so much for being on the show, Sarah. I loved visiting with you. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on today. Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are, and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com slash podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.